The comments heard on The View from a Pew are those of Mac McCoy and are not necessarily the opinions of his guests, his producer Garth, any one particular denomination or religion, the church lady, Mr. Lemke, Pastor Craig, or anyone else of sound mind and body. Now here is today's The View from a Pew, heard all around the world on YouTube. Just search for The View from a Pew. It is a Thursday morning, uh, actually Thursday afternoon, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, on your local radio station, and thank you for tuning in to The View from a Pew. It's also at YouTube, at youtube.com. Search for The View from a Pew, and we thank you for listening. You know, for several years now, our theme song has been from The Chosen. Yes. And I am so happy to announce, and everybody probably knows this, but it's now on the CW. So you can watch it now on regular, not pay TV. And I don't think it's every night, but I think it's at least once a week. And uh, it's nice that people can watch, you know, that program without having to spend extra money on it. So. And that's our theme, of course. All right, garden keepers is the conversation we're having. And uh, what does the Bible say about um, garden keepers, about the creation that, that God created for, for us to enjoy and to take care of? And yes, I know we screwed it up, but that wasn't God's fault. No, the God. Bible is very clear about yeah. the importance of creation. So we're going to look at the Bible texts that deal with uh, having dominion over what God created and being responsible for it, too. So we start in Genesis chapter 1, and this is what God says when he creates man, but he's looking back now at everything that he's created. Genesis 1:26, and God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness, let, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, uh, over all the earth, over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God, he created him, male and female, he created them. We tend to get focused on what God did when he created us, which is great. We are the crowning act of creation. However, God gave us a responsibility when he first created us. Then God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it, have dominion, there's the word, over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. We have special responsibility towards those things. The Bible is very clear. So what we said in the first two days you know, about creation care, about taking care and having responsibility. This is a biblical point that's very clear from the very beginning. God did not just create us and say, go crazy, do anything you want. <laughs> he said, you, gotta, you have a job here. You have a responsibility, and your first job is to take care of this created work that I have made. And that includes, it includes living things and includes the earth itself. So, Bible's very, very clear about that. The Bible also talks a lot about the wonders of creation. If you go to Psalm, uh, the, the book of Psalms, and you read through some of the Psalms, you find out 
that David waxes very poetic when he starts talking about the created things that God made. He talks about the beauty of all the things around him. Now, remember David the shepherd boy. Yeah. He's, he's outdoors. He's an outdoorsman. He's out there as a young man. He's watching the sheep. And what does he think about? He thinks about all the beautiful things that he sees as he's herding those sheep. And so he talks about the wonders of these things. Now, that's inspired writing. God is putting it within his heart to recognize the beauty of the things that God has made. Why is it that we take care of creation? Because God has created a perfect thing. And even after the time of the flood, which I believe is is an actual event that the Bible refers to, even after the time of the flood, the earth is still beautiful. There are some amazing things in this world, and God says that we ought to take care of those things. Now, in the book of Job, Job and his three friends are, are disputing things, and they're, they're talking with each other over the, some of the troubles that Job is facing. It's interesting, in one of the arguments that uh, Job is having with his friends, that it is mentioned in here about, about animal life and about what, God, what plans that God has. Notice in uh, chapter um, uh, 12 of Job, but now ask the beasts and they will teach you and the birds of the air and they will tell you or speak to the earth and it will teach you and the fish of the sea will explain to you Who among all these does not know that the hand of the Lord has done this? If you as human beings are too dense to figure this out, go go ask the birds of of the air. Go ask the beasts of the field. They know that this is from the hand of God, that this is special from God. Even Job reaffirms this point that mankind's reaction to this should be recognizing that what God has made is beautiful and it is something that can be a real uh, blessing in our lives. Pastor Delmar Austin is my co-host today. As always, I'm Mac McCoy. And if you want to get a hold of us, it's easy. Just email us, Mac, M-A-C, like macaroni, at theviewfromapew.com. Today is a Thursday, and we're talking about garden keepers, which was our first job, and actually is still our first job, to take care of the earth around us. And God has told us he has made an amazing world for us, and and that doesn't take a lot of intelligence to figure out. We can see the beauty around us, and we can see the beautiful things. But God is trying to tell us about the significance of all this, and therefore we should take it seriously to be good garden keepers. And notice what he says in Revelation chapter 11, verse 18, as he's talking about sort of last day scenario. He's talking about how it's all coming to an end. He says, The nations were angry, and your wrath has come, and the time of the dead that they should be judged, that, and that you should reward your servants, the prophets, and the saints. He's talking about the end of time here, right? Yeah. About the second coming of Jesus. And those who fear your name, small and great, and should destroy those who do what? They destroy the earth. Yeah. 
God says he's going to come again. He's going to hand his reward to the saints, and he's going to destroy those who do what? Destroy the earth. So we do have a responsibility. And, and those that, that do not value the salvation that he gives also do not value the gifts that he gave, which includes the beautiful world that he has created for us. And you can see this as you look into the Bible and you see places where God has indicated that, you know, we need a little bit of encouragement to start doing these things. If, if you look back into the Old Testament, you see laws that God wrote in there in regards to animals and vegetation and how to take care of those things. You remember the Sabbath commandment comes out of Exodus chapter 20. Yeah, that shall says, keep the Sabbath holy. And you should not do any work, right? Right. And it's not just you. It includes even the people within your gates, right? But it even includes the ox and the donkey. <laughs> They're listed too, right? Don't put them to work on the Sabbath day. Why? Because the Sabbath day is a day of rest. Do they have some rights on the Sabbath day too? Yes, is what God is saying. There are even are rules in regards to the vegetation that grows. There are, there are rules regarding letting a field lie fallow every seventh year. Do, do farmers do that today? Not, not many of them. <laughs> they, keep those, they keep the crops growing year after year after year. God says, allow the fields to lie fallow. Uh, it actually helps the soil. The soil can recover better and do a better job after it's allowed to rest. But not only that, it is for the animals too. The animals that can have a place to come and eat. And you'll, you don't have to worry that they're eating your, your wheat crop or eating your corn crop or whatever. You can, you can allow the animals, in fact, you're supposed to allow them to come and eat on that seventh year when the field is resting. So, I mean, God writes into it, into uh, his, his uh, rules for Israel. He writes in rules about taking care of land, taking care of vegetation, taking care of animals. In fact, in his, in his picture, of the last days, there's just a short little uh, picture in the book of Hosea that I think is uh, pretty cute and, and uh, almost kind of funny. Hosea chapter 2 and verse 18, he says in that day, and he's talking about the day of the Lord, he's talking about the end of time, in that day I will make a covenant with, for them with the beasts of the field, the birds of the air, and with creeping things on the ground bow and sword of battle I will shatter from the earth to make them lie down safely. He's going to get rid of everything that is used even against the animals so that they can lie safely on this earth, so that they can have peace and rest. God's picture of, of, of the way that he created things, the way he's going to restore things, is that animals are not going to be hunted. Uh, animals are not going to be in fear of their lives because God's going to do away with those things. But he didn't do that good a job because we have continued to kill animals and not take care of our planet the way 
uh, a lot of people think we should. And that's because of a sinful world. It's those consequences of a sinful world. And we ought to acknowledge that. We don't need to grovel in that, but we need to acknowledge the fact that there have been some things that we've done that we shouldn't do again, that we've maybe poisoned the earth in, in some ways. We need to quit using those kind of uh, poisons. We need to try to take care of the earth and uh, realize the effects that we're having. I'm Mac McCoy, and my co-host, of course, is Pastor Delmar Austin. And we are here to thank you for listening, either on podcast or on webcast or live on the radio every afternoon on your local radio station at 4 o'clock Central Time. When we come back, we're going to take care of the last day, and that's man's care of being a garden keeper. And thanks to the folks at Divine Truth Christian Store for being our sponsors. And we'll see you in about 23 hours. And oh, by the way, if we're not here, find Jesus, because that's where you'll find us. Amen.